Hi, this is Shane Gibson, President of Knowledge Brokers International North America and author of Closing Bigger, The Field Guide to Closing Bigger Deals. And this is my Closing Bigger podcast. Closing Bigger came as a result of several of our clients approaching us requiring training, tools, and mentorship on elevating their status as deal closers to the rainmaker level and beyond. The concept of Closing Bigger didn't come from a witty brainstorming session trying to concoct a new way to market old methodologies. It really came from a market need evolving. And that need was how do we take average salespeople, aspiring entrepreneurs, and help them learn the key competencies to make them great deal closers in large multi-million dollar transactions. Each podcast will have its own unique angle. Myself or my co-author, Trevor Green, will be focusing on a core competency or key attitude of the big deal closer. What will also occur is we'll have several big deal closers in international development, energy sector, corporate finance, consulting, and many other industries share their insights with you and us and stories as big deal closers. If you're listening to this program and would like to access more issues of this podcast, visit ClosingBigger.net. And for more information on our book, training program, and consulting services, visit ClosingBigger.com. Now for today's issue of the Closing Bigger podcast. Hi, this is Shane Gibson for February 6, 2006. Today's podcast is about entrepreneurial leadership and what it takes to move from sort of the beginning stages of influence as an entrepreneur to the designation of business owner to the level of community leader. And in my opinion, moving from that title-based level of leadership in our community to really what I would call the transparency or team lead uh, level of leadership in our community is really a big part of, the, of the, our ability to close large deals. So where this came from is they did a seminar on Saturday for the Vancouver Board of Trades Leaders of Tomorrow program at their leadership forum. I was able to see some great speakers like Darcy Rezac, Peter Legg speak on the topics of leadership, uh, and in between I was squeezed in there and talking about entrepreneurial leadership. So for those of you who are listening to this podcast and haven't been to the site ClosingBigger.net, if you go to ClosingBigger.net and click on the entry for February 6, 2006, you will be able to open the PDF version of the PowerPoint file for this seminar and work through it with me. So what I'm going to do is the seminar was an hour long. I'm going to give you about 10 minutes of the highlights so there's an understanding of sort of the approach that we went through in looking at entrepreneurial leadership. First, a little bit of my background for those of you who haven't read my bio uh, or seen me speak is uh, I really had a start in developing entrepreneurs as a speaker before I moved into sales performance. So I ran a program where we took 19 to 29 year olds and helped them start their own business in 16 weeks. We had a 55% startup rate. Seven years later, some of these people are still in business and growing. Uh, several of them have organizations that gross over a million dollars a year in revenues uh, and span the globe. And so it was an exciting program. And a lot of these principles I'm going to share with you are things that I observed uh, and my team and I observed when we ran this program. So I guess what we started off with, number one, is defining entrepreneurism. And we defined entrepreneurism as the art and science of creating something from nothing. It's not the art and science of being able to how to read a balance sheet or the art and science uh, of quality management or quality control. It truly is the art and science of creating something from nothing. 
entrepreneurs are these strange creatures who get a vision or a picture of what they want very clear and able to manifest it often through hard works hard work and stubbornness in a lot of cases but also through really good leadership skills vision the first part of of creating something from nothing is having a strong vision and so my mentor Fred Shadian one quote that he gave to me which has stuck with me for a long time is when mission is clear abundance will appear now Fred holds a North American record in Arnis he got his black belt and that Filipino knife fighting stick fighting uh, discipline in less than a year he did this through his ability to focus and model his mentor and develop what he said is when mission is clear abundance will appear so absolute clarity in what you want and what you're going after is a critical step as an entrepreneurial leader and in my opinion also a big deal closer for a big deal closer how this relates is I believe that every meeting and every step in the process needs to have a solid goal attached to that step and has to totally support the end goal so any meeting I go to in closing large deals even if it's a social meeting has a greater more specific purpose so once you get beyond that vision one of the the challenges is that I've had a lot of entrepreneurs say Shane I've got great vision but I've got no ability to close the deal I don't have the ability to even influence my own spouse or my banker to support this deal so how am I going to influence clients and people in the marketplace with this vision and there's the key factor that word influence this is one of my favorite quotes from an anonymous person if you find out who it is drop me an email at Shane at closingbigger.com but here's what this individual said about leadership leadership quote if you think you're a leader and no one is following you you're actually just going for a walk I think that's key is that vision is only a part of leadership and part of success our ability to influence others to get them to buy into that and develop our vision into reality through their support is really what leadership is about so leaders translate vision into reality by their capacity to influence those around them to buy into and contribute to their vision or goal so I'm gonna walk you through these levels of leadership here there's really five levels of leadership that moves us from the title based leader or the title of business owner right over to the title of trusted advisor community influencer and big deal closer so the first stage of leadership development starts off at the title based leader the title based leader has their influence because they've got the title boss let's say and you've got the title employee and so their influence is based upon their title over you the challenge is for this individual is it's often the hard work and long hours level because most people working with them won't even give an ounce of extra effort in it's a work to rule environment they're doing their minimum to keep their job and at this level the title based leader really leads by reward and punishment from an entrepreneurial perspective that's like having the title I don't know let's say chiropractor so you get the title chiropractor that doesn't mean you're gonna have a strong relationship be able to create the results in the life the person you're working with that requires a higher level of influence and buy-in or let's say the title financial advisor just because you have the title financial advisor on your business card doesn't mean you're gonna get a client to move two or three million dollars of assets into a portfolio you manage it takes a lot more than that so the next level of influence in entrepreneurial leadership is what we call relationship based influence so not only do you do they have a title but let's say this financial advisor has great relationship development skills they're able to connect with people more importantly they're exceptional at listening I like to say a lot of people 
say they're good at listening, but they're actually just waiting for their turn to talk. So this individual, a good relationship builder, the next level of leadership is a relationship level leadership where they're connecting with people. These individuals possess a strong ability to listen, gain rapport, and connect on a very personal level with the people they lead. So you can imagine you've got two financial advisors here. One's got the title, and one's got the title and relationship. Who are you going to be more apt to move your funds over with? Now, I would argue that don't do it yet. You want to wait till the next couple of levels of influence before you even agree to move anything with this person. So from a management perspective, you have a title, but now you have a relationship with the people you work with. They will do a lot to maintain that positive relationship, a lot more than they will just because your title is boss. By the way, the way you move through these levels of leadership is by exceeding the expectations of the person bef of the person in that context. In other words, they have a certain expectation of you as the title boss or financial advisor. But when you go the extra mile in focusing on the relationship, truly being sincere and present and adding value to that relationship, you then move to the next level automatically. Now, after the relationship level, we have the results level of leadership. This is where not only do you have a title, strong relationship, but when you're present, you help other people create results. With your clients, what you're helping them with is often creating financial results or in your area of expertise in a short-term perspective, being able to demonstrate your ability to get a result that you've committed to. For the financial advisor, it may be getting a small percentage of the person's portfolio and helping them grow it at a pace much larger or quicker than, let's say, their other investments. Or you may help them immediately solve a tax problem. Showing and demonstrating some level of results in your life or with staff and a team that you're working with in a corporate environment, the results level of leadership, that manager is able to manage teams, project manage very effectively, and put people where they can play to their strengths. By doing this, often when people are on a team that creates great results, that leader has a much higher level of influence over them. As an entrepreneur or as a salesperson, that results level of leadership is about you, either in the, often in the short term, the initial stages of the relationship, getting great results for that client. So you can imagine you're comparing two financial advisors now. You've got a couple million dollars to part with. One's got a great title, says financial planner of the year, let's say. You also like them a lot. Maybe they're a buddy of yours. But there's another advisor. They've got a title as well. You also have a strong relationship, but this person has generated financial results and saved you money. Which one do you go with? I think the answer is pretty straightforward. It's the one who also has the results level of influence. Now the next level, we move from enabling people to equipping or transferring skills. So the fourth level of leadership is the impact level. This individual, not only can they dem get results, but they're also great at mentoring and coaching and developing other people to be effective. This would be a, a financial planner, for instance, who not only do they help develop great plans, but they educate you on the principles of successful investing and wealth so that even if they're not present, you're able to make sound business financial decisions. So this level has its title because this individual has impacted your life permanently. That level almost always has, that leader almost always has a higher level of influence over us. And the last level of leadership is really dedicated, I think, to probably four or five people that I've met in my life who've actually got this level of leadership. This is a transparency level. 
at this level, this individual really walks their talk. Their influence is so high that with or without their title, because of the impact they've had on all the people around them, and the fact that they're totally transparent and authentic leaders, their influence pours out beyond their traditional title. They may be a CEO of a company, but people in government, community, and their organization in general look up to them, and their ability to influence and get things done is massive. So that was a very quick crash course. I hope those of you who uh, missed it the first time, you can always put replay on the podcast. But also, from ClosingBigger.net, you can download the PDF with a more in-depth description of both the leader and their people's behaviors at each of these levels. So I just want to wrap up with one thing quickly here. Is that leadership is about a decision. Two decisions. And this sometimes is that I see leaders investing in, in what I call make work projects for themselves. They invest in a relationship with people who don't want to step into their power and develop. Yes, we can spend a lot of time motivating them. This level of inspirational leadership is, is critical. But at the end of the day, they also have to make a decision to develop themselves as a leader. So I'm going to finish with this. Entrepreneurial destiny. As an entrepreneur and as a leader, your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. And your habits become your destiny. So here's the key factor on moving to the next level of leadership or moving into the next level of selling or moving into the next level of parenting. If you change your mind, you change your whole world. So your dominant thoughts and also the individuals who dominate your personal network will influence your words, which will influence your actions, which influence your habits, which eventually influence your destiny and your chances of success. So your first step in your entrepreneurial leadership path or your entrepreneurial path or big deal closer path is the decision to lead and the decision to daily surround ourselves with positive input, positive people, and positive experiences. So that's Shane Gibson's podcast for February 6th, 2006. Visit ClosingBigger.net to subscribe to the podcast today.